Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert and this is Jeff Zufall. He is the Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hey, happy Saturday. How are you doing? Every Saturday we talk taxes. Keep What's Yours is the book that Jeff wrote, How to Leverage the New Tax Law to Create Unfair Advantage Over Your Competition. It's an it's a book about ideas of ways that we can go about saying, hey, look, they write these tax laws um, with corporations in mind. Oh, sure. <laughs> but they also have to include a couple pages about us. For us, too. Yeah, just for us little guys. And uh, I'll give you – I'll tell you a secret. This is the honest truth here. The United States government, the IRS, they're not out to get us. They are just enforcing a tax code that the congressmen wrote together. Put together. Yes. And in there, they actually have created a couple of things that are beneficial. Yes, there are. you and me. Yes, there's stuff in there that actually will help reduce your taxes if you take advantage of them. Uh, there's a lot more in there to help GE reduce its taxes. But <laughs> and better lobbyists than what we do. <laughs> better lobbyists than, than Josh Gilbert Incorporated. Yes, yes. But there are some things in there for us to take advantage of. The only problem is they put it into law and it ends there. Exactly. If you do not know what's in that law, how it affects you, if you could use it to your advantage or not use it to your advantage, it, it is a very, very dry read. I mean, I will, it's a dry read. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yes. Yeah, bedtime reading in that as soon as I crack it open, I'm sleeping. You will be out or you'll throw it and say, nope, I'm not reading this. <laughs> nobody on the beach. No, nobody summer. on the beach ever reads the new tax law. <laughs> was reading the tax law. Um, so the idea, Jeff, is over at Capital Advisory Group, I uh, give you a call, 636-394-5524. I say, Jeff, I need someone to look at my tax situation. Yes. Uh, the past couple of years, I paid money. Exactly. I'm sick of paying money. What do I do to stop paying money? What can I do to start keeping money? Exactly. Um, so maybe it's a two-pronged thing. Maybe it's a, hey, look at your withholdings. Well, it it depends. Each each person is different. You know, that's that snowflake scenario that's out there. There's no one, you know, person no that's identically the same to the next. tax situation is alike. There exactly. might be somebody out there that works at a radio station, has one child, even lives in St. Charles County. Exactly. Uh, with a wife. But exactly. we ha- uh, went in on a, a property with my parents. Exactly. Um, we've got two cars. We've got... Uh, this, we've got that, we've got the other. My tax situation is, is not the exact same exactly. So anyone else. There's stuff that applies to you that may not apply to other people that are in that exact situation. Then a radio personality may live in St. Louis County, but no. Right, and it's just a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, just a little different, but that law would apply to you, not to them, you know, and you go from there. So each person would need to sit down. Typically, most people will bring us a year, maybe two years tax returns, um, we'll analyze, see where you're at, see if there's anything we can help you with. Um, and if we can, we take off and go from there. If we can't, that's fine. Um, 
And I, I got to imagine uh, the book, Keep What's Yours, the radio show is now called Keep What's Yours. Uh, that's the idea. Keep more of your money in your pocket on yes. your paychecks. Exactly. Rather than be funneled out to the federal government. The more and more that they start tinkering with laws, the 2017 Trump tax cuts. Yes. The um, challenging, the more challenging the, 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 the day becomes. Um, there's a lot of tax laws out there that we everybody's accustomed to from last year that don't exist. They've never been voted back in. Um, we were kind of hoping, crossing our fingers on a couple of them, but they've never made it yet. So let's talk about those because as these things change, so does my tax tax situation. Exactly. Situation. Exactly. And, and just right off the bat, do you have any idea, talking amongst your, your colleagues and everything, going to the conferences – uh, I bet those are real fun <laughs> tax conferences. Um, do you know how many, what percentage of people in the United States has a tax preparer, has someone? That I, I've never looked at that yeah. on who, you know, how many people do it themselves. I talk to a lot of people that do do their tax return themselves and they're, they're, and they're intelligent people. They're, they're really close on the tax law, but they just don't know the interpretation of that tax law and how it really applies to them. So, that's where you get the weirdness out there. And when I was single and I had no kids and I, you know, maybe I had a couple of jobs, yeah. uh, my taxes were pretty easy to you figure could, out. You could probably do your tax return on the IRS's free file, um, short, sweet, and simple, boom, you know, you get your refund, uh, that's it. But the more complex your return becomes, and I say more complex, the more stuff that you add to it, the more opportunities to help reduce your tax bill at the same time. Yeah, it gets harder to do your taxes, but there's also a lot more out there that you can take exactly. advantage of. And if exactly. I don't know these things exist, I'm you know, never yeah you never know. Oh, hey, I need to do this or that. I would say so, I'm I'm leaving money on the table, yeah. but uh, technically I'm sending more money to the yeah. Government. It's not staying on the table. It's no, going it's going, going to the coffers of the U.S. Treasury, yeah, and they're taking <laughs> it and spending it on who knows what. Yes, um, but I've always had uh, you know my mom would do my taxes when I was younger. Mm-hmm. My sister, who's a small business owner, uh, has an advanced degree in mathematics. <laughs> you know, she stepped up and did my taxes. Exactly. Uh, but at one point, I got married. My wife had uh, some school loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was interest here. There was, uh, you know, a, a rental property that we had yeah. going. My sister goes, look, you guys, you're very finally <laughs> I don't want to mess with it. Yep. I'm not involved anymore. <laughs> exactly. So that's when Jeff came along. That's right. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, again, I've never really done my own taxes. I've mm-hmm. always had family members. Uh, I had an uncle that was working for, you know, one of the tax preparers, yeah. you know, seasonal work, yeah. you know, exactly. He took a look at some of my stuff. Uh, so I've never really had to do it myself. And, and when it gets posed to me, when we listen to you say how much stuff goes into this, I'm thinking to myself, why the heck would anyone want to try to do yeah. this on their own? <laughs> you know, you, oh, Josh, you're lazy. You're farming it out to your yeah. sister. No, I'm smart. <laughs> That's right. Because I don't know how to do this. Stuff. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Let someone smarter than me do it. Let Jeff handle it from now on. Um, Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524. You need a tax preparer. Uh, You need a wealth advisor. Jeff does it all. 636-394-5524. Now, what are some of the tax credits that were out there that maybe we even took advantage? uh, I took advantage of them last year. Exactly. But they're not here today. So then we were kind of hoping this one was going to get voted back in, but apparently uh, Senator Manchin uh, did not want it which is a child tax credit. So everybody 
really liked the ability that you were going to get basically, you know, 3000 3, to $3,600 back, depending upon your child uh, under the age of 18. Um, it's It basically was a one-year thing. Um, they did not vote it back in as of as of the recording of this show. Right. Um, so it defaults back to $2,000, and it's not a cash contribution. So in the past, um, if you had a child that was under uh, 18, you basically got $3,000 as a credit, $1,500 on the tax return, $1,500 paid to you in cash. Monthly. Yeah. Exactly. Over that six-month span from uh, June to uh, – or I'm sorry, from July to December. Yeah. So let yeah, let's go back and just discuss how it was. Yeah. And how going forward, it's not going to be like that. Anymore. Exactly. So there's always been a child tax credit. Even always. When yeah. I was younger, people exactly. would say, "Oh, you know, yep. having babies for the tax it benefits." Helps, yeah. <laughs> Probably a bad idea. Cost you to put three zeros behind it, and that's what yeah. it costs you. So. You're paying out five, and you're getting back yes. one. Exactly. Uh, so not <laughs> tax effective to have children for tax purposes. Exactly. Uh, but there's always been a child tax credit. Yeah. And it's been two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars per child under the age of eighteen. Um, or I'm sorry, 17. So technically, though, and it's only a credit on the return at the end of so the year. At the end of the year is when yes. I tell my tax preparer, oh, hey, and I, I have, have three kids. Three kids, you get $6,000, boom, have a nice day. Right. Last, Last year. Yeah. So, and is this because of the pandemic? Is well, it they kind of, of said that it was due to COVID, a um, little behind the, whether it was in the works and it just took a while to get it from, you know, to get it fully implemented, that could be the issue. Nobody's really said, but they came along and said, hey, July 1st, you will get a payment depending upon the age of the child, um, typically under the age of 18. And then I think it was six and younger. You got thirty six hundred dollars a child or eighteen hundred dollars paid to you cash Mm -hmm. divided over six months um, and then eighteen hundred dollars as a true credit on your tax return. And then a child that was seven to age 18 would get three thousand dollars so 1500 cash paid to you 1500 on a, a credit on a tax return and I'll, I'll tell you this real world boots on the ground if people uh, and it was if you were married finally jointly and you made under I think it's 150 for yeah. the market of 75,000 single 150,000 married filing jointly so we have a baby um, and we starting in July July 15th yeah we were getting 300 bucks a month yeah from exactly. the government. And from since the- we filed uh, our taxes through you and mm-hmm. gave the, the IRS our bank statements and, you know, our routing numbers, they could send their uh, our yeah. tax returns directly to our bank account, direct deposit, we didn't have to do anything. It yeah. would just, just we, shows up. On the 15th of every month, I told my wife, hey, honey, open up. Yeah. Open up the bank app. And That's see right. If, Let's see what's there. See if our government money came in. Yeah. So uh, my sister-in-law was using yeah. it to uh, pay her babysitters. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, said, look, you just take the whole thing. Uh, the government's giving us money. So yeah. uh, you're watching our kids. You guys have it. So, and that's what the problem is. It wasn't voted back in this year. It was a one one year one, deal. One and done. Yeah. So, so we're so back to $2,000 credit per child under the age of 18, but it's a credit on a tax return only. So back to at the end of the year is yeah. when we tell our tax preparer, oh, by the way, we have three kids. Um, you get a $6,000 credit on three kids, so on and so forth. Build Back Better, which we've talked about <laughs> on this program, ad nauseum. It doesn't exist anymore. They, yeah. they just passed the law that was kind of Build Back Better light, the inflation-busting mm-hmm. act of 2022. Um, but initially, 
they wanted, this administration wanted to continue that. Yes. Tax. They wanted to give lower income people, I'll just say that, well, um, and that's, that's people where it's, under a, a threshold. Exactly. And that's where it should have been applied. Um, I think that the, the when they did it, they were being too nice. They too just generous. Blanketed. They let people like me yeah. take advantage and of this. No offense, but right. <laughs> um, but it wasn't that you were you know destitute and you needed that money. Otherwise, the kids wouldn't eat. Um, that's kind you know, of maybe this is a poverty line. Yeah, something you know, threshold. something in that a uh, little bit above poverty line. Make sure that you know kids get it or those individuals get it. And the problem was was with the original child tax credit. There's people out there that have children that don't have bank accounts. So the question was, how in the world are they ever going to get access to it? They're going to mail them a check. Yeah. So that's where the weirdness came into play. Um, And and the federal government kind of toyed with different scenarios. They created these websites. So, again, if you don't have a bank account, the odds are that you don't have Internet access. So you're not going to go online to the, the child tax credit portal and set this up and tell them your address. There's people that don't even file tax returns um, that technically should have gotten access to this but didn't. Yeah. So it's a whole whole political debate out there. But theory, the, 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 the concept was correct in theory. It's just how it was implemented was a little weird. And uh, Joe Manchin, Senator Joe Manchin from uh, the great state of West Virginia, yes. this was one of his sticking points. He, on the, on the Build Back Better, he hated this. He uh, made it known to everybody, yes. I don't <laughs> like this. Yes. You know, whether he thought the threshold was too high to get this money or yeah, – Too low, whatever it is. Whatever. He never really said what his issue with it was, but he was adamantly against it. So it's gone. And on yes. uh, the new bill, Build Back Better Light is what I call it, the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, <laughs> Act of, of 2022, 2022 which as of, <laughs> as of right now, um, you know, we'll see if it's if it's official. It, sh- official. it should be it should official be. here shortly. Uh, you never know. I'm, yeah. I'm always holding my breath on things like this. Uh, you know, last minute. Uh, somebody might come back and say, oh, I meant to say no. Yeah, exactly. Of, yes. <laughs> um, but as of now, uh, in the new bill, it's not in there. No. So they wanted it. It's uh, Joe Manchin said no, so they didn't put it in there because they needed it as well. Yeah, exactly. So if you were getting bonus child tax last year, don't count on don't it. Don't count on the it. same amount. Yes. Count on two grand. Two grand. And it's a credit on the return only. At they the end of the year. Yeah. They didn't start in July and start sending money and, you know, you didn't get it because you didn't do something. It mm-hmm. just doesn't exist. So theoretically, my uh, our filing jointly, our tax rate is 24%. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, between my wife's and my incomes, if the government's taking 24% of that, even if we were at the uh, the bumped up child tax credit of $3,600, yeah. they still got more out of me than I got back from that. Exactly. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, uh, so you can do the math on, on lower, lower income households, but it doesn't really, it's a moot point at this point. Yeah. That doesn't it's, exist. It's won't, gone. Won't have access to it unless it's revoted back yeah. in. So your and trip appropriated. to Disney this year he is on you. You're going to be flying <laughs> budget. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The other one that a lot of people took advantage of, but yet don't really pay attention to, is the $600 and $300 non-itemizer charitable contributions. Now, when you told me about this in the hallway, we're walking into the <laughs> studio. You said, I want to talk about charitable deductions. They're gone. Uh, I stopped it. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> I made a bet with Heidi. Uh, I told her, I said, look, I want the Rams to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I put money on it over at the Alton Bell Casino over in Illinois because you can gamble on sports over there. Oh, yeah. And I said, look, I want Heidi to root for the Rams. I'll give half of my winnings. 
totaled 400 bucks. Uh-huh. Half of it to backstoppers. There you go. If if they win. And if Heidi roots against the Rams, she's rooting against backstoppers. <laughs> I had her backed into a corner. That's right. She had to go with it. So I donated $400 to backstoppers yes. thinking, I'll save this receipt in my wallet and give it to Jeff Zufall because he does my tax preparation. We can mark that as a charitable deduction. This year, that is not the case. Has not been appropriated, not back in the bills. So so every year we think, oh, if I donate to charity, I'll keep my receipt and I exactly. can get a, a tax deduction. This isn't a thing anymore. No. So it used to be where you did not have to itemize your tax return. And you got, if you're married filing jointly, you got a $600 cash contribution or deduction. And if you're single, you got a $300 um, that hasn't been put back in play. So uh, every time I go to Goodwill and I drop off clothes or, or furniture thing. or anything, so they, they always ask me if I want a receipt. Yes. I say no. It's yeah. nominal. It's just, I'm you not know. worried about But the only way to get it currently for 2022 going forward is you have to itemize on a Schedule A. So married filing jointly, you need about $25,000 worth of medical expenses, mortgage interest, um, charitable contributions, et cetera. Um, single about 14,000. Um, so about 95% of America cannot make that cut. Um, just because you don't have those out of pocket expenses. Now, hang on for a second again, because growing up, I always knew that if you donate to charity, you got a receipt, you, you put it on your taxes. If you, um, you know, wrote that check out to, uh, the alma mater. Yes. You know, you got to receive, <laughs> you put it on your taxes. When did that go away? So, um, not to beat up on Trump, there's been enough media on that this week well, alone. Not, we won't get into it. <laughs> won't get into we won't it. Won't get into it. But Trump's Tax Act in 2017 basically took that away. So, what it said was the, and the cap was what's called SALT, which is state and local taxes. So it used to be where if you had state taxes you paid, your mortgage interest, your real estate tax, all that stuff was piled on your tax return, most of America could hit the number and you'd be able to take that deduction. But in the 2017, which was the Tax Reduction Act, they took that away. They capped your mortgage interest, your state taxes at $10,000. So most people can't make that cut because they basically they got one hand behind their back. So your real estate tax um, is part of that deduction. Um, typically, you're between your, your state taxes and your real estate taxes, it's capped at 10000 So if you live in the Midwest, typical, you know, seven, dollars $8,000 maybe a year on, on real estate taxes. If you live on the East Coast or the West Coast, you may have $35,000 a year, but you're capped at ten. So it was a little kind of a political play to a degree, unfortunately. It's kind of affecting the coasts. Yeah. More expensive. California's New York. Exactly. So they tried coming up with, uh, you know, hey, you're going to make a charitable contribution to your your local city um, and you would get the deduction. IRS came back and said, no, that's never going to fly. So it's been sitting out there and and salt was debated in this this, uh, inflation package bill that they just voted on, but it never made, never saw the light of day. So. That's the issue with it is the bulk, 95% of America cannot itemize unless you have heavy, heavy, heavy medical expenses. And again, that's a little tricky point. It's first seven and a half percent of your adjusted gross income basically is on you. Anything in excess of that, you get to then start to take a deduction on. 
um, but then charitable contributions. So again, so unless I, I'm married, so mm-hmm. the threshold is twenty four thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, unless I'm donating twenty four thousand dollars, unless I have medical bills in excess of twenty four thousand dollars. Yes, uh, a combination of medical donations, mortgage insurance, exactly. All this, Deductions. <laughs> I have to reach twenty four thousand. You're saying ninety five percent of us do not can't, come can't make close. It. You cannot make it. So um, the idea of taking tax deductions, that's gone. It's gone. So again, since twenty seventeen, yes, that's not been a player. Well, it hasn't been a player with those numbers, but they did come along through COVID and said, "Hey, first, I think that was twenty twenty. They said everybody gets three hundred dollars. Married, filing jointly, single, we don't care. Three hundred dollars go to a charity." And then in 2021, they came back and said it's 600 married, filing jointly, 300 single. Um, that's just been taken away completely now. Okay. And again, so you go, you give away $600, you get a full dollar for dollar deduction. It knocks $600 of taxable income off your tax return. But again, the trick to this is, I think at the end of the day, is don't look at your charitable contributions. As a tax deduction, yeah. look at it as the charitableness of you giving to that don't, charity. Don't have kids for the tax benefits. Yes. <laughs> don't give uh, yes. to charity. Don't give to charity just because you're getting a tax deduction. Right. Yeah. So still, if you're charitable, keep doing it. Be charitable. Um, just continue on. There will probably be some adjustments next year, 2023, as we go forward. Well, I'm glad to donate to the backstop. That's right. Every year, uh, I just yeah. won't be able to be uh, taking that as a tax. Exactly. Deduction. You just can't take it as yeah. a deduction. So, okay. So. All right. I, I will still <laughs> contribute uh, this year, even though. So yes. those are things that uh, just don't exist anymore. Yeah. And like my taxes last year are going to be uh, very different than my taxes yes. this year. So, and there's a there's a little stealth tax increase that sits out there too, not to beat up on Trump, but in the 2017 tax law, basically this gets really, um, try and make it as simple as possible. The way that the tax brackets were laid out is the original uh, tax brackets were subject to um, inflation. So the tax brackets increased with the consumer price. So inflation's up nine, almost 10%. Yeah. 9.1 as we sit. So, so that really affects my take home. That yes. really affects my purchasing power. It really, yes. and if I haven't gotten a raise, exactly, I'm it's even worse, ten <laughs> percent less yes. this year because I still have to buy stuff. Yes. I still have to everything buy gas up. and everything. Yeah. Um, so, in normal times, pre twenty seventeen, the tax rates, my twenty four percent rate, would adjust with inflation. With inflation. But what they did in 2017 was they tied it to the consumer price index, but they tied it to what's called chained consumer price index. So it's kind of a twist on the the, the, the consumer price index. Basically, what it means is it is chained to a certain number, which means it's not adjusted for inflation. So in 2017, now this will expire if nobody messes with it in 2025, mm-hmm. um, and they'll basically go to whatever the – Do all of the, the Trump tax – Reduction. Pretty much everything what they refer to sunsets in 2025. Everything in that. Which yeah. means new administration gets in, they do their adjustments. They have an opportunity yeah. to continue on with it. Well, yeah, they can. They can continue it on if they want or they do their thought pattern at the time or their economic policy at that time and take off and run. Um, but typically if nobody messes with this, it'll run till 2025 and it'll what's referred to as sunset. Okay. So 
the problem is, is it's chained consumer price index, which means it's chained to a number. It will not go up with inflation. We've have 40-year historical high inflation. So what's taking place is the tax brackets aren't moving. But hypothetically, and again, a lot of people will laugh at this, your income went up by 5.2% on average. So 2017 to 2022, each year there's a little inflation added in there. Your income is going up just to stay with inflation, and you're going to jump through tax brackets whether you realize that or not. Mm. So it's a stealth tax increase that's buried in that bill. Was there any way that they would have known that, you know, three, five years later we were going to have record inflation? No, I don't I don't think you can project into that. Right. <laughs> so uh, by switching it up, by chaining it to something else, they would have no idea. They would no. have never the, been able to The concept it. was there were tax cuts in 17. They needed a way to pay for some of this stuff. So the delayed uh, increase to where your, your tax brackets wouldn't increase. Over a period of time, it would help collect more revenue. Yeah. So it's it's subtle, but it's in there. <laughs> so there's there were some differences in 2017. You know, uh, the Keep What's Yours book, I'm sure, was updated. Oh, well, uh, was, uh, 19 is when that came out. Okay, so good. <laughs> so, But like we say, you know, every time that they make a new tax law, uh, we uh, have to be on the ball exactly and just to adjust for it. Talk to our tax preparer, that would be Jeff Zufall, mm-hmm. and just say <laughs> what has changed and how can I take advantage of it? Exactly. So, how to leverage the new tax law? Exactly. So the biggest issue is going to be child tax credits. A lot of people plan that they used it for cash, you know, refunds back, et cetera, or they didn't. They didn't take it. They actually went on the child. Uh, uh, child credit website, changed their setup to where they didn't take the cash payments and they used it at the end of the year yeah, to help like offset Like we got it taxes. monthly, but exactly. you could have gone on and said, give it to me all at the end of the year. I'll exactly. use it kind of as a savings plan. So that's what we talked about last week was there were some issues with that website that the IRS set up, but that's a whole other topic um, where it had some holes in it. But you could go on that website and say, hey, I don't want the cash payment. I want to use it for my tax return at the end of the year. And you get your three thousand or thirty six hundred dollars per child, and they used it to offset taxes due. Well, it's not there anymore. So if you did that last year, you need to adjust this year's tax return because now you're only going to get two thousand dollars. Yeah. And so you'll be off by a couple of if you know have a couple of children, you'll be off by a couple thousand bucks. And long tax story short, yes. <laughs> uh, the whole point of that was to say, look, your tax situation last year changes. Changes. Yes. And we're not even talking about uh, the inflation. No, we need busting <laughs> act of 2022. Yeah, exactly. Um, your tax situation right off the top changed. Changed. Yes. So you need to be aware of that. And if you were planning on 3600 bucks for your two-year-old. Exactly. You're getting two, two grand. grand. <laughs> you know, it's almost half that. So yes. uh, plan accordingly. Yes. Uh, it is. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. Letting you know that tax changes the tax law changes without you they don't consult no nobody said anything they just you hear it on the news and they said hey the new and you know inflation busting bill of 2022 is out there but nobody understands what's really in it so you know it's it would be uh, something if someone with three kids came to you and said you know we got nine grand back last year Mm -hmm. um we're gonna go to disney with that and you say oh well, oh. I'm sorry. It's only six grand. Yeah, it's only six. You're three grand short. So sorry. So that affects us. You that have to drive. <laughs> every, yeah, everybody with kids. Yes, that will it, affect it does. you. So yes. 
you need to be uh, well aware yes. of this stuff. And, and it's not like the IRS is going to call you no. and tell you this. Your local congressperson is not going to call you nope. and tell you what they did. Yeah. Uh, it's up to us. So the, and my point at the beginning of, of this show was I don't do my taxes. Jeff does. So it's up to me to find a Jeff yes. to figure this to stuff figure out for it out. me. Exactly. So uh, to you can either sit down with the new tax laws, sit down with the old <laughs> tax laws, uh, and figure this out for yourself, or get Jeff on the case. Capital Advisory Group, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor, Jeff Zufall, 636-394-5524, capitaladvisorygrp.com. And Jeff, I mean, uh, like I said, long segment, but uh, the short end of it is we need help. Yes. Because the tax laws can change on a dime. Yes. Which and, they did. <laughs> and nobody's going to come and tell us this. We need exactly. a, a guy or a gal in our corner, and that could be you, 636-394-5524. Give them a call right now and schedule an appointment to come in and chat. We'll go to commercial break, and when we come back, we'll talk more taxes. And we'll talk to new yes. tax it's laws to see how they are changing things uh, for better or for worse on the <laughs> landscape. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Sufall. I'm Josh Gilbert, Big 550 KTRS. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall. Back on the Big 550 KTRS, back on Keep What's Yours with Jeff Sufall. I'm Josh Gilbert. And Jeff is the senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisory Group. You need Jeff's help. Uh, I'm guessing you probably do. 636-394-5524. If you don't have a tax prep, uh, preparer, Jeff specializes in small business yes. tax preparation. Uh, he'll go in, do the forensics. Uh, where are you bleeding money? Where mm-hmm. could you maybe double your efforts and, yes. and make more? Make more, make less. Uh, yeah. What adjustments are needed? Just from a, a book's standpoint, you know, maybe you know your market. Maybe you know um, exactly your, your client base. A lot of business owners, they know their, their their clients. They know their market. They know their territory, you know, who they're the demographics, who they're marketing to. But at the end of the day, they look at QuickBooks and go, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can help with that. They um, can help with that. Exactly. Um, but this new uh, tax, uh, the Inflation Reduction, Reduction Act, Act of, of 2022. 2022, there is some implications There's when it comes huge, to small businesses. Huge implications. If you are a small business owner, pay attention to this and pay very close attention to it. So the issue is the IRS is getting their funding finally, um, $80 billion over 10 years. Um, and what they're saying is that will hire 87,000 new field agents. Um, 87,000 new field agents, number one, if you're a small business owner, you know what it's like to try and hire somebody today. It's tough. So imagine trying to hire 87,000 qualified people. That's the first issue right there. So you go, okay, let's, we'll get past that. Yeah, where are these people coming from? Exactly. <laughs> what are the backgrounds? What, what are the what backgrounds, their knowledge level, et cetera? And these are field agents. So if you basically what they're trying to do is the theory is straight across the board, they're looking for tax cheats. So the first person they're going to look at is a small business owner because it's easy to cheat. Um, 99.9% of small business owners, the game isn't out there to cheat. You put it on paper, you know that you'd have to be – liable for whatever numbers are out there. So again, 
It's not like they're going to strictly just go, hey, but what they're looking for is to justify their jobs. So the reports that are coming out are saying that uh, a company that has less than $200,000 in revenue will pay 80% of the new IRS dollars that are out there. So the IRS is saying that they're going to raise, I think it's $180 billion off their $80 billion investment. I mean, the math is great there. The problem is, is they're going to go after every small business owner and critique any of your deductions, any of your theories going forward. So beware. That's that's the easiest way to put it. Um, anybody out there that's doing their own tax return that is just throwing numbers on a piece of paper to make the income go away, it's at some point in time you'll have to pay the piper basically. Mm-hmm. So again, they're not going to go after the Bezos and the Warren Buffetts and people like that of the world because they have entire floors of accountants and attorneys that will go hack it out. I mean, look at Trump. You know, they beat on him again. He files a tax return. He has a bunch of attorneys go petition it, and it gets tied up in courts for years. Yeah, he's been that's uh, the under game audit for, yeah, for you know, as long as I remember. <laughs> right. So, so, again, they're not going to go after big corporations. They're not going to go after Home Depots. They're not going to go after Walmarts. They're going to go after the small business owner because it's easy. They show up, say, hey, you owe us 300 bucks. You're going to write them a check for 300 bucks, make them go away. And the idea is that uh, not necessarily that the small business owner is a tax cheat, but no, maybe they... It's the they, easiest place to go get it. <laughs> yeah, they did their taxes wrong, yeah, and well, otherwise they wouldn't have caught it. Exactly. You could have done something wrong on your tax return. Yes, that's the you know primary flag that'll kick it. But, but other than that, that's where their, their focus is. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, if you are cheating on your taxes, I think you then, do deserve yeah, you, <laughs> you do. So, but the other side of this equation is that this will literally make the, the IRS, if this goes the way that they say it's going to go, it will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, the State Department, the FBI, and Border Patrol combined, which is huge. So it will be the, the money-making machine for the federal government. Yeah. Well, I, we do need money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are in quite, so, quite a bit in debt. We are in debt, so I, I get, definitely give the feds that. But the issue is picking on small business as the easiest place to go because, again, they're not going to go after mid-size or large businesses because they have the ability to go hire those individuals to go fight it off. They're going to go after the ones that they think are easy pickings, which will be the smaller, you know, small businesses. Yeah. So it sounds like they're going to focus on small businesses, which yes. kind of stinks. But at the same time, small businesses need to have someone like Jeff doing their taxes. Exactly. For them. To kind of guide you through. Make this not a, an issue. Yes. It's a non-issue. What you need to do, what you don't need to do, what to look out for, all that good stuff. The, um, the government, the IRS, they're looking for money. Yes, um, to, lots of it. <laughs> yeah, to try to, to pay off our debts and everything. Uh, my question is, what what in this bill has them set their sights on the big guys? You know, we talk about the, the GEs that don't pay taxes. You well, know, what, what is changing about that? They have set a 15% minimum tax on, on large businesses, $5 billion in revenue or more. Um, originally that was 15, then it went to one, then it came back to 15. So that's what they negotiated over the last weekend. Um, but they've agreed now on this 15% minimum tax. So the, the corporate tax rate, 
Um, I remember at in 2017 went from 31 percent to 21 percent to 21 percent. Yes. So uh, corporate tax rate for GE is 21 percent. Yes. But but GE has lawyers, loopholes and write-offs, and at the end of the day, they don't pay tax. They don't pay taxes, <laughs> and it sounds crazy. Now, that, now you got to you got to take that in concept, though. They pay a ton in payroll taxes because every employee out there has their Social Security. And they can't, and, yeah. There's and they no can't way to get away from that. that. No, no, no. Sure. Can't get away from that. So from a payroll tax standpoint, there's a ton of money being, revenue, being raised in revenue. But from a federal or a state tax setup, there is zero paid. They, they pay no tax. So this 15% minimum tax shows up. Um, and so, again, at the end of the day, there's some more technicalities in there on, like, advanced depreciation and stuff like that. So if you buy a, a, a new building, um, you know, the question is you should be right, able to write it off. But if there's a 15% minimum, can you take that? It gets a little little too hard to explain over the radio. Sure. But the bigger picture is this, is you go, okay, this is the Inflation Reduction Act. But if you go to... Home Depot and say, hey, 15% minimum tax, have a nice day. Um, Home Depot's not going to go, oh, darn, we have to write a big check to the IRS. But they're used to paying no taxes. Yeah. So they're going to say, hmm, how do we do this? And so maybe certain items within that store, cost goes up by 15%. Um, It's pure uh, basic economics. They're going to pass it along to the consumer. Consumer is going to end up paying that tax at the end of the day, unfortunately. So theory is great to say, hey, make the big guys pay their fair share. I don't know what the right answer or wrong answer is. But at the end of the day, if you look at this, I think the consumer over the next couple of years will end up paying that 15%. Right. So GE pays zero in taxes. Uh, They pass this bill. No loopholes here. Uh, The tax rate (laughs) is 21%. Minimum tax rate is 15%. Exactly. GE will still use their loopholes to get out of paying 21%. Exactly. But there's no loopholes on as, the 15%. As of the reading of this bill, there is no loopholes. Now, sure. that doesn't mean they start to add, subtract, to come up with those loopholes, because that's typically how it is. Law is put in play. Um, give them six months, they'll figure out an angle. I mean, sure. there's a whole team of uh, CPAs sitting there trying to figure out how do we work Going around through this. The bill. <laughs> you know, the the people that wanted to read the bill most uh, maybe are, are senators or their aides. Yeah, their um, aides. <laughs> but uh, maybe, you know, the lawyers and the, the mm-hmm. accountants at GE say, well, what's the bill? Because yeah. we, we need to get working on how to How to figure that it. angle, exactly. Um, so you're saying that if GE one day, you know, next Next year says uh, we have to pay 15% in taxes. We're used to paying 0%. All of a sudden, the microwaves are getting more expensive. Exactly. The, the uh, dishwashers and the, the washing machines are going to get more expensive because they don't want to pay that. They'll, they'll yeah. make you pay it. They're going to pass it along. Well, here's I mean, my question. And that essentially would be part of inflation. Which is what yes. we're trying to combat. That's what we're trying bill. to combat. Exactly. We but already have nine point one percent. Guess what? GE just raised prices. Things got more expensive. Exactly. Now my question is though, that this is a free market economy, yes. capitalist economy. Yes. If yes. GE raises their microwave prices by fifteen percent, don't you think, Jeff? I'm going to walk down the aisle and see who's out there, and see who else is yes. out there, and maybe buy uh, the one that's a little cheaper. But remember, the ones, how do I want to say this, the ones that are making those products are major corporations. 
So, so they're stuck with this 15% minimum tax, everybody too. Everybody just got a tax increase. Exactly. So everybody's yeah. prices Un- are going to go Unfortunately, the, the concept is in the right place to say, hey, the big guy's got to pay their fair share. The problem is, is us as the consumer will be the ones writing a check for it. And isn't that how it always goes? Yeah, uh, pretty these, much. With these uh, <laughs> tariffs and everything, yeah. getting into a fight with China. Con- consumer ends up paying at we, the end of the day, pays the bulk of it. We pay the bulk of it. Yes. So, uh, But the federal government's getting their money, 15%. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the least they Hands can do down. is yeah. maybe pay the teachers more. Exactly. Or, <laughs> you know, build nicer roads or nicer schools or something. Give me better a park. Better bridges, yes. Yeah, better bridges. <laughs> Give me a park out of the, the thing. Um, so that's kind of where we're sitting with this new tax. Yes. Uh, and, and there's some cool stuff that's in it, like uh, for, and I call it Obamacare, for Affordable Care, ACA. Um, anybody on that knows what I'm talking about. Um, there's some extra funding that is coming um, where they're going to raise the thresholds on. So basically, if you're on Obamacare um, or ACA, there's a credit to help you make your premium payments um, that you get from the federal government, depending upon your income thresholds. And they're going to raise those income thresholds a little bit, which I think is is good. Okay. So, I mean, that's the positive that's coming out of it. And there's a bunch more stuff buried in this thing that um, I think, what was it, uh, Biden made a, a kind of a gaff the other day and he said something like god knows what else is in it which was actually kind of funny right um and it's sort of scary it's scary (laughs) but i i don't think he meant it that way but it was still funny the way he said it because he went through this laundry list of stuff that's in it and then you know made that comment and everybody was like whoa wait a minute (laughs) i'm sure there's some pork in there somewhere yeah and you know there is so i mean they went back and forth um you know what was supposed to be in it was carried interest the 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 stop carried interest we talked about that last week um, apparently, they have really good lobbyists. The hedge fund they guys win out. again. Yes, they won. They've huge. got the best seats at the sports yep. arenas, if not owning the team themselves. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think a, so. <laughs> a hedge funder just buy the the Broncos. Yes, or something. They're they're in negotiations to buy it, and it's a huge, huge dollars. So. Yeah. So the hedge funders they win again. Uh, maybe next week, Jeff, you can yeah. explain how I can become a hedge fund. Manager. <laughs> a little uh, tricky, yeah, but we'll go in on it together. <laughs> But uh, the new bill, the old, so the old bill, uh, things are going away. Child tax credit's gone mm-hmm. away. Uh, the charitable deduction's gone. Um, that's all out. Here's some of the new things that are coming in. So yeah. things to keep uh, in mind, and if you're a small business owner, you might need to call Jeff today and oh, say, yeah. hey, uh, <laughs> I, you know, been Where running, do I fall in this I've been category. running fast and loose yes. for a couple of years. I've been trying to do my own books. I need to make sure I'm 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 doing th- things legally. Yes, and on the up. up and up, buttoned up, and you know while you're here, it wouldn't help to do kind of a forensic overhaul. Yes, where am I bleeding money? Yeah, uh, and where can I be making more and keeping more? Yes, that's the name of the show. Keep what's yours. That's Jeff Zufall, six three six three nine four five five two four, senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisor Group. Here's another thing. The employee retention credit, if you are a small business, we haven't mentioned this yet today. If you are a small business and you kept employees throughout the pandemic on the payroll, uh, people got laid off. They got kicked over to um, unemployment. Unemployment, yeah. They were claiming unemployment. The government was paying for them. If you continued to have employees on the payroll and kept them on 
running strong and you paid them and, mm-hmm. and they didn't have to go on unemployment. The government wants to, to kiss you on the lips. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Twice. For, <laughs> for keeping people on the payroll and not putting them on our payroll, which is unemployment. My ERC today, the employee retention credit, it my is, ERC yeah. today.com. It is a place where you can go. Put in your your well. You put in your information yeah. basically, and they'll process it and, and ask for more information to see how big of a credit you can get if you qualify. Um, again, this is not the PPP program. It is not the uh, emergency disaster loan program. Totally separate. And there is a cap dollar wise. It's some crazy number, so many billions of dollars that are out there. It is a straight check that they will cut to you. Mm-hmm. So. Um, if you're a business owner um, and you had employees through 2020, 2021, um, just make sure that you, you go look at it. At least see there's a credit. It's I don't want to say it's free money. You paid for it, but right. that's free money. Yep. <laughs> so it's out there, and it's it's not unlimited. Um, oh, well, they'll, you know. When they hit their cap uh, dollar-wise, they'll shut it down. You know, if you go out there and you say, oh, I could get X, Y, and Z back. Uh, and then you drag your feet, maybe you yes. go back and it's gone. It's gone, exactly. No, and no chance to get it back. So myerctoday.com, if you're a small business and you retained employees yes. during the pandemic between March of 2020 to September of 21. So that's a year and a half yeah. through the, the heart of the pandemic. If you kept employees on your payroll, the government wants to give you a little, a little, a little bonus. A little bonus back. <laughs> So go out there, and it's the really the least you can do to check out and see if you've got some money coming your way. Yes. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. When we come back, considerations for people who are filing for divorce. Yes. You know, I, I, we're talking taxes and divorce <laughs> on a Saturday. It's even beautiful, worse. Woo. <laughs> beautiful day for taxes and divorce. But you have to keep these things in yes. mind. Yes. So we'll talk about that on the other side. It's Keep What's Yours with Jeff Sufall in the Big 550 KTRS. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall. Back on the Big 550 KTRS, it's Keep What's Yours with Jeff Sufall. He wrote the book, Keep What's Yours. We're doing the radio show, Keep What's Yours. I use Jeff to do my taxes, and I said, Jeff, I want to keep as much of my taxes. I'm not the big corporations. I'm yes. not GE. I don't have a floor <laughs> of lawyers working yeah. on my behalf, but I've got a Jeff Zufall. And uh, just doing one thing, FSA, flex spending account, for my son's schooling, just one thing, we got to keep 1200 bucks. Yes. And this year we're hoping to double it and keep uh, 2400 bucks. That's right. So the year, there are things out there for you. There are things out there for every person out there. Everyone's taxes are different, but there is got to be something out there that yeah. we could be doing to keep a little bit more. Exactly. And you Just know what? One or two little things each year. Twelve hundred to twenty four hundred bucks. That's a lot for me. It's a bunch. You know. Yeah. That's a that's a good amount, a chunk of change that could help pay my car payment for the rest of the year. You know. You could take me to lunch too. I can take Jeff <laughs> to lunch, which I owe you. We'll go get some barbecue. Um, but uh, I want to talk about tax considerations for people filing divorce. First, though, I want to say this. Uh, we've got pretty bad inflation here right now. Yes. I'm not going to lie. Nine to 10%. That's right. That's pretty bad. We got it easy. But yes, what is the inflation rate in Turkey? So right there's a little, little tidbit just to put everybody at ease. We're 9.1%. 
um, Turkey is actually at 78.6% inflation. How is that possible? So it's, it's there, again, the, the plus to our U.S. Treasury, our Federal Reserve, is they know how to manipulate the economy. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. And that's sure. what their job is. Turkey really doesn't have somebody doing that. So whatever inflation is, it is. And typically it just gets worse as time goes on. I mean, this is reminding me of the, the wheelbarrows of Deutschmarks. Yes. <laughs> yep, uh, exactly. You know, you, post-war Germany in, in the 1920s. Yeah. Uh, loaf of bread is uh, – that'll be two wheelbarrows. Yeah, please. full of cash. Yeah. So, oh, so yeah. yeah, so it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. It can, or it could be worse. Could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse. Uh, but that's something to keep in mind. And, and Jeff, we are a world economy. Yes, we at are at this point. So, so whether you realize it or not, that does have some implications on our economy. Um, maybe subtle, very subtle, but it does. So. And if people are thinking, you know, this administration are uh, making gas prices high, yeah. or um, you know, these people in America are the reason why. No, it's a it's, worldwide. It's a world world market. Unfortunately, um, stuff that happens in other countries around the world, China, Europe, a um, war, in a Ukraine. war in Ukraine affects us directly or indirectly sometimes. So, I mean, unfortunately, you know, stuff to just look at and watch out for. But yeah. you know, we're nine point one; they're seventy eight. Yeah. So, and nine point one <laughs> is is unacceptable. No, exactly. Uh, so crazy. imagine seventy eight. But seventy eight, yeah. jeez, please. <laughs> uh, okay. So people who are filing for divorce or recently divorced. Yes, are in the process of it. So yeah. the concept is this, is just pay attention when the divorce is final. So whatever your status is on December 31st, whether you're officially divorced, you're single, married, filing jointly, head of household, um, just make sure that you worry about it. Because if you were married, filing jointly, um, you had two, I'll say, incomes coming in, two tax withholdings. And then, boom, all of a sudden now you're single. Remember that uh, the standard deduction we were talking about for married filing jointly was 24000 plus. Yeah. Single is 14000 The threshold is lower for single people. Way lower. Yeah, one uh, earner household. Versus two. Mm-hmm. So that's where the problem comes into play. So if you guys are, again, and some people are like, well, I'm gonna, you can do married filing separate. Um, but when you do that, you lose certain deductions, mm-hmm. and it's really weird. Um, but again, you could do that if you're at the end of the year and if the divorce is not final, um, you file husband, you know, husband and wife married filing separately. So then your names appear on the returns, but it's only the husband's, you know, income on one side and the wife's income on the other side. Interesting. Or you flip it and you just file single. Um, but if you are still technically married, you have to either do married filing jointly or married filing separate. And that's the thing. Does someone who's getting divorced, you each have your own lawyers, obviously. Yes, who go um, back and forth. <laughs> right. Do you keep the same tax guy? Uh, technically, you could. Sometimes it's easier because we would know each. We could we could take within the software, we could break it into two separate scenarios and tell your attorneys, hey, this is what it looks like at the end of the day. Um, it's just yeah. easier to do that. You ever, um, have, you ever have people come in? Yes. Divorced. One sits on one side of the room and it's the other sits on the other side literally or stands in the doorway and won't really come all the way in the office. Oh um, man. Oh yeah. We've had that before, which man. is a little little I mean, no offense to them, but 
Well, knock on wood, Jeff. Standoffish. <laughs> I, I believe I'm still happily married. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are going pretty strong. Oh, yeah. Um, so congratulations on that. It could be worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could oh, be I mean. turkey. Um, but <laughs> there are things that you have to keep in mind. Yes. Things change. Not only do the tax laws change, but your tax situation would change because your marital situation exactly. has changed. And some of the other weird stuff in there is alimony, separate maintenance. There's times when it's taxable, sometimes when it's not taxable, not deductible. So just you got to make sure that you got that down pat. Um, who who claims the kids? Again, the attorneys will put that in a divorce decree. Yeah, child tax credits. Exactly. We see that where they go, well, wait a minute. I should get it this year. No, you get it next year. Make sure you know who gets what. Is that how it goes? You get it this year. I'll get it next Some year. Some rotate. You get it year yeah. after that. Or if you got two kids, one takes one child, the other takes the other child. So yeah. they still have a, a dependent Even. in a sense. Yeah. Um, so just make sure that's correct. And then one of the weirdest ones is property transfers. I see tons of people come in and go, yeah, through the divorce decree, I was supposed to refinance this house. I never did. Never got my wife or my husband's name off of it, you know, um, and it's way after the fact. Yeah. So stuff to worry about. Yeah. And uh, here, I've never been through a divorce uh, and uh, my heart goes out to all the people that have for one reason or another. He says he wants a divorce. She says she wants a divorce. Maybe you decided amicably. Yeah. Uh, the first call you make is to your buddies. Yeah. Go out. <laughs> Have a night on the town. Exactly. Uh, get nice and drunk. The second call you make is to your lawyer. Yes. And the third call you make is to Jeff Zufall. Exactly. Because yes. when you do that, you need to also, both husband and wife, however it goes down, you need to adjust your withholdings. Absolutely. Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. 636-394-5524. Call the number now. Leave a message. Say, I want to come in. Uh, and see Jeff and, and have a consultation, or maybe I am getting divorced and I need to talk to somebody about it, give him a call now, 636-394-5524. Leave a message, get on the calendar, and uh, go from there. Jeff, thank you so much. You betcha. Thank you. See you next week. And on the way out to the car, you tell me some more of those divorce stories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those were getting pretty good. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.